I was driving around the other day, just kind of doing my thing, and uh, it was a sunny day. It was beautiful outside. The sun was shining. The sky was blue. wasn't very cloudy. Uh, warm temperature, probably about 72 degrees. And all of a sudden, my phone goes off, and it says, tornado warning, tornado warning. And I'm like, what? Because I'm looking around, and there's not a, a cloud in the sky. It's blue. It's nice. And see, a few weeks ago in my town, there was the same situation. There was a tornado alarm that went off. And it was in the middle of the day. It was beautiful outside. And we walked outside, and it's like, uh, no tornadoes here. And, uh, you know, we kind of made a joke out of it. You know, the people in, in my hometown made a joke that it was, it was the invisible sun tornado. And, you know, I even, I even made a little joke about it on social media. And uh, we had this tornado warning pop up. And it's interesting because this happened right after I recorded my last podcast called Warning, in which I actually talked about tornado warnings and used that as an example. And so I'm driving around, I'm doing my thing, and uh, I'm, I'm looking, and all of a sudden it's looking a little bit more cloudy than it was before. And this tornado warning's still going off. And then 30 minutes passes, and next thing I know, everything went from being bright and, and sunny to being dark and cloudy in, in a matter of about 45 minutes. This system moved in out of nowhere, and now the cloud is, I'm sorry, the, the sky is black with clouds is what I meant to say. And uh, these tornado warnings are going off. Now, normally a tornado warning means there's a tornado somewhere. But I didn't see a tornado, and I'm not aware that one actually touched down. And uh, it, it wasn't too bad. But I thought about this, you know. In the beginning, it didn't seem like there was anything uh, to be concerned about. It didn't seem like there was any bad weather in sight. It just uh, seemed sunny. It seemed bright. Everything seemed good. Uh, but that warning was going off. And the reason why I didn't pay attention to it is because, really, the weather system, you could say, the, uh, the Doppler radar, well, it cried wolf, is what it did. Because last time, it went off and nothing happened. And you know, if you're familiar with the phrase, crying wolf, I'm sure you have, you've heard the story about the little boy that cried wolf. He said, there's a wolf, there's a wolf, and there was no wolf, and he did it all, you know, Every day until finally there actually was a wolf and then nobody believed him and he got eaten by the wolf. It's a horrible story. But what, what I want to talk to you about for just a few minutes today is this. God never cries wolf. Whenever God says something is going to happen, he means it. Whether God is warning us of something that's coming that is a challenge something that's coming that we need to be prepared for, or whether he's trying to prepare us for something good, for a blessing, whether it looks like it or not in the natural, God never cries wolf. I want to read this scripture today, and I'm only going to take a few minutes. This is a half pod, and so I won't be with you very long. But in Second Peter chapter 3, it says this, the Lord is not slack or slow concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, 
and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be holy in conduct and godliness? Looking for and hasting the coming of the day of the Lord, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. He said, because he's coming like a thief in the night, he's coming at an hour you don't know, Jesus said, we're supposed to live holy. We're supposed to live right. We're supposed to stay prepared. You know, one of the reasons why God has not revealed the hour or the day of his coming, why Jesus has not revealed that, is because it's a test. You know, if you're a kid at home and you know what time your parents are coming home, then you can goof off, you can mess around, and then until a certain point, you know, okay, it's time to clean up, it's time to get everything in order and sit on the couch with my homework. Because I know that mommy and daddy are coming home at 6 o'clock. But if you don't know what time they're coming home, you got to keep the house clean. <laughs> you got to you got to stay on it. You can't just be lazy. And you know, Jesus talked about this. He talked about a servants who who said, "My master delays his coming," and they got drunk and they they were abusing the other servants and doing all these things. And it says, "The master comes at an hour that you think not, that you don't know." And the reason is is because we have to stay ready. For his coming because we don't know when he's coming i think we can discern the season of it i think we can discern uh you know relatively speaking i i don't believe that we can know the hour or the day because we have to stay ready as andy minio said if you stay ready you don't have to get ready and god never cries wolf when he says i'm coming he means it now the bible also talks about in this same book how how people say, you know, where is the promise of his coming? Where is it? And, you know, people did this with Noah in the Old Testament. They said, where is this flood? Where is it? We don't see a flood. But God said there was a flood coming, and by faith, Noah prepared, being warned. He heeded the warning of the Holy Spirit. Because God never cries wolf. We see positive examples of this, too. In the Old Testament, there was a time when a whole city was surrounded by an army and they were starving. And the prophet said that by this time tomorrow, the city will be filled with food. And one of the captains of the guard actually scoffed and mocked at it and said, if the windows of heaven were open, this thing couldn't happen. And then the prophet said, well, it's going to happen, but you're going to get trampled before it happens, before you see it. And that's exactly what happened. But there was another time that Elijah, the prophet, you know, it was a famine in Israel for three years, if I'm not mistaken, maybe more than that. And uh, God said, I'm sending rain. And, and nobody saw any sign of the rain. But Elijah had his servant go and look seven times to see if there were any clouds in the sky. And he came back six times and said, there's nothing. But on the seventh time, he said, I see a cloud that looks like the size of a man's fist. And, and then the storm came in so quickly, the rain came in so quickly that, that they barely had time to get home. They had barely had time to get home before the, the storm and the rain stopped them. Why? Because God said rain's coming. He said it's coming. And you know, uh, Jesus told us in John 16 that the Holy Spirit shows us things to come. Whether it's a, a good thing or whether it's a negative thing, God will prepare us 
and say, hey, this is coming up. This is a challenge. This is something that's coming up. You need to be prepared for it. But don't worry, I'm going to sustain you through this. I'm going to take care of you. You see this with Joseph. He said, hey, you've got seven years of plenty and you've got seven years of famine coming up. Do this during the seven years of plenty and I'll take care of you during the seven years of famine. You don't have to be afraid. We should never be afraid. God never inspires fear in us of death. But we are to fear God in the sense that we reverence him enough to heed his warnings. We see an example of this in the book of Revelations. You know, chapter 1 and chapter 2 and chapter 3, it's Jesus exhorting the New Testament church. And he says some things that I think a lot of Christians would prefer to pretend he didn't say. (laughs) He says some strong things. Uh, First, he tells them what they're doing right. He says, hey, you're doing this right. I, I, I commend you for this. I applaud you for this, but I've got this against you. And, and there's at one point he talks to a church and he says, you, you are acting like you're thriving and alive, but really you're dead on the inside. And he said, if you don't watch, if you don't repent and you don't watch, I'm going to come upon you as a thief and you will not know the hour that I come upon you. He's exhorting the church. And, and it's just like in Peter, it says he comes as a thief. Jesus said this, the son of man's coming will be as a thief in the night an hour and a time that you don't know, you don't expect. Why? You've got to stay ready. You've got to heed the warnings. You've got to listen on the inside. You've got to listen to your spirit. And you can't just be lazy. But God never cries wolf. He never says something is going to happen unless he means it. Now, there are times that God has said some things and uh, people changed and repented. And so he said, okay, since you repented, I'm not going to do what I was going to do. Or there's been times he's been wanting to do good things, and because people didn't obey, he said, I can't do what I wanted to do. We see that with the children of Israel in the Promised Land. He intended for them to go in and enjoy it, but because they didn't obey, they didn't listen, he changed his mind about it. He said, fine, stay in the desert. But what I want to talk to you about today, and I'm about to end it here, but I want to leave you with this, that whether it's God preparing you for something or whether he's, he's preparing you for a blessing, something good, don't go by the outside. Don't go by how it looks on the outside. Maybe, you know, you look around and, and you see like, oh, everything's going well, everything's going fine. I don't think anything's, you know, anything bad is coming. Not to say that you would have negative expectation, but I don't think there's any problems or challenges. But if you, you sense a warning in the inside, that says, hey, don't don't go there. Don't be a part of that. Don't get involved with that person. If you have a sense on the inside, hey, if I get involved with them, it's going to lead to something bad. Or, or if I get involved with that company or that job, don't, don't override that. You know, don't override uh, that check in your spirit, that sense of, of what's to come if you go down that road. Don't override those things. Or if God says, hey, prepare, there's some stuff that's going to happen. Don't be afraid, but be prepared. Do this, do that. Heed his instructions. Don't override those things just because of how it looks in the natural. And this this also applies to the positive as well. You know, things may not look very good. Things may be be kind of drab and, and not look very exciting or not look very promising in the natural. But if God says something good is coming, take him at his word and get ready for it. If God says, hey, I've got some good things for you. I've got some good things on the way. Take him seriously. Don't ignore it. Don't 
scoff at it just because it doesn't look like it in the natural. Listen, if God says there's diamonds in the field, there's diamonds in the field, keep digging. If God says that rain is coming, then rain is coming. Don't ignore what God is trying to prepare you for because God never cries wolf.